So, hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, and as uh, always, each episode, we obviously will be getting pretty high. And we invite you to get on our level where legally possible, of course. So uh, it might make it a little more entertaining for you. <laughs> Do you want any more? Hi, <laughs> tolerance. I'm Sarah. And I'm Trin. And you're listening to High Tolerance, a show where we'll be uh, reviewing different strains of weed and finding the best ones to help you deal with all of life's worries and bullshit. So it's going to work as we're going to be smoking a different strain of weed, and uh, it'll be related to our topic in each episode. And as always, we'll have a different guest, which today... Today we have our really great friend and colleague, Brandon Viney. What's up? What's up? Hello. And also... <laughs> As always, our really great friend and producer, Sarita Wesley. Hey. So today we're going to be smoking Light Me Up by Bull Run, and we purchased that at um, Natural Wonders. Natural Wonders, thank you, Trent, which is the only indigenous-owned dispenser here in Oregon. We're all about supporting minority-owned dispensaries, so support yours where you can. A little bit about Light Me Up from what we know it's supposed to be actually very close to a Durban poison, if you've ever smoked that. It's kind of light. It's actually more CBD heavy than it is on the uh, like THC, or equal parts, apparently. According to the dude who sold this to me, a lovely guy, he said that it's great for like doing chores, maybe maintaining your garden, or going grocery shopping, which I've had trouble with him in the past but with everything going on in the world this feels like if ever you needed a fucking time to light up it is now as as a meme so perfectly put it we went from literally baking bread to abolishing the police so that is what we will be talking about today and where this conversation will be headed but in the meantime we should probably spark up yeah and see how we feel about this it tastes like it's super pleasant. It makes me feel like there's nothing going on in the world. Just kidding. <laughs> well, fuck, <Fox> Trent. <laughs> Maybe it was that easy. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for just a second when it tastes off the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's crazy? So, like, I was actually reading about this. Marijuana sells because of COVID. Well, in Oregon alone... From February, they were like a 69 point something million, 69.5. And then like in March, they just hit up to like 84 mil. I mean, it's kind of what's been keeping us all going, I feel like. Or us particularly. But Brandon, wait, do you smoke often? No, like really never. Um, Really? Yeah, not really. Not really smoking, never was. Interesting. Not not a super drinker, not a super smoker, not. Um, you know, I mean, occasionally, but I feel like I didn't like. I grew up on the East Coast, and you know, weed in, on the East Coast was just weed. Yeah, you right. I mean? You didn't have like strains. There's like, not there's like, a difference in this. We talk about this in Sarita. It's like yeah, when you it buy like, at a Taco Bell parking lot. There's yeah. not yeah, like much just, diversity it was just, on your weed. weed. It's just yeah. like so and, here it is. You know, <laughs> and then and so many of my. Like friends and family members got locked up over, you know, weed. Yeah. And so it was never really something that like I was super into. 
the, I remember like the first time I smoked, I remember um, being like, "This is uncomfortable." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. like, "This is this is really uncomfortable." I was in high school, I was like, "This is really uncomfortable right now." You I know? used to be really paranoid. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. why I don't smoke as much now because I'm, I'm less so paranoid, paranoid now though. Wait, yeah. but what? I don't know if it's what is legal? Maybe. What do you mm-hmm. think made you so uncomfortable about smoking weed? Actually, I'm, I mean, you know, you're in a social like I'm a real social person, and so like, and and I like to be in control of things around me. You know, like the the thing about drinking is you're in control of it. You know, if you want to like, I'll have another drink if I want to go there. But if I, if, you know, one or two, you, you know, like, you get to a point where you know your limit. I'm going to have six beers, I'm good. You know, I'm going to have two shots, I'm good. But with weed, it was always so unpredictable. Totally. And, like, mm-hmm. you like you can smoke yeah. the same thing two days in a row and be like, I feel so different today than I did yesterday. And that that was just, like, a control thing I really couldn't understand. Yeah. And so I never really loved it. And then, you know, we moved to the West Coast and it got legal and you, like, Oh wait a minute! It's a whole world of this. Yeah, oh, there yeah. were like, different strains. I mean, you basically smoked what you got, and you had to take the seeds out. I haven't seen a marijuana seed in ages. And I consider myself a late, a late like marijuana smoker, so I don't even know. Well, <laughs> I would just say like it was like swag when we were growing up. Yeah, well, all we were swag. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we called like, homegrown. You knew that it was. You knew there was a seed in it because it would like light up in your face as you were smoking. You, just you knew it was a seed like, in it or a stick in it. You know, you'd have you'd have like some of the stem in it because you go to you see people go to roll like a joint. And then you have a piece of a stick sticking out the side of it. And stuff, you know. Yeah, the whole joint breaks. I, mean, I grew up in the country, so you know I grew up around like white boys smoking uh, joints out, or smoking weed out of like apples and stuff. You know what I mean? Like that was that was the way people got down. They take a, a beer can, bend it, poke a hole in it, and you make a bowl right there, one hitter bowl. But I just feel like that was the way that you smoked weed when you were young. Probably, I but did probably, too, but you know what I'm saying? Like head. in the country, people were just like resourceful. Nobody had like, like any kind you of know, yeah. Was it always from the same person? Like, you got the weed from the same person? Nah, the funny thing about it was, like, <laughs> you, you could get weed from different people, but it was all probably coming from the same person. Oh, did, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. you know, it was only a handful of people that had anything, you know, and I think a lot of the boys that were selling uh, weed when I was in, like, middle school and high school, I think they're probably stealing it from their parents, you know? Oh, interesting. You know, yeah. Where, where are you from, Brandon? Virginia. You said East Coast. Yeah, okay, cool. small town in yeah. Virginia, and, like, you know, like, I knew Cassie was growing it. Yeah. You know, they was always getting caught. But I remember like the uh, white boys would come to school and talk about like growing it out of tires and tires. You know, yeah, tires. tires get hot and so like to sustain the heat because oh. cannabis needs a uh, needs a lot of heat. And so in the summertime they grow it out of tires. You know what I mean? I remember like there was like a science to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What was your population? Like six thousand people. Holy yeah. shit! I'd say it's probably like four now. That's like. Two blocks. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's like two blocks in New York. <laughs> like in New York. Yeah, that insane. might be one block like, in New York. Like, oh, man. Like Manhattan. Wait, that like, means legit. like everybody knows each other. Yeah, you know, you you know, you not only know each other, you know everything about each other. Anyway, COVID. We're halfway through 2020, which is fucking terrible. A little bit more. Yo, by probably, February 2020, yes, I already felt like a decade. Dude, it feels like, yes. Yeah, but like. Oh, Emotionally, God. I still feel tied to like around March. Honestly, April. what happened to May? Like, I don't even know what happened to May. No ideas. Like, July, June was like, okay, yeah, we're used to this. And then July, we're like, shit, it's July. Yeah. This was the first Fourth of July that I was like, cool, whatever. Honestly, I forgot. We could pass. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, what the hell is Thanksgiving, Christmas gonna be like? 
Yeah. Great like, question. No one's going to be, or they shouldn't be. There you go. home. I don't know. That's going to be weird. Yeah. I wonder how many people will actually be going home. People will still Nobody do it, Nobody should. Yo. Yeah. Nah, people are dumb. They're still going to do it. You know what's going to happen. Like, by the end, it's just going to get worse. By the end. Yeah. Like, but here, here's, like, what my fear is about what's happening with COVID, right? Like, when we first got, we, now we're testing. So, yeah. the number of cases are going to go up just by proxy of, like, yeah. if I can, you know, if one out of two people can get tested, your chances just increase. And so, what that's going to do is lower the mortality rate or the fatality rate mm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's going to make it look like it's not as deadly as it was, right? Because right now, when people are only getting tested when they get sick, we were up until this point, they're only getting tested if they were sick or they had symptoms. So obviously, you're going to have like one out of every three people died from COVID, right? And the numbers, because it is dangerous. And now you're going to have a lot of people that are like, it's just like the flu. It's just like a bad cold because the death rate is going to drop drastically compared to the number oh, of cases people are going to manipulate those numbers they're going, they're going, yeah, you're going to see like people being mm-hmm. like only two percent of cases you know so you're going to have an issue with that that is yeah i mean like th- like even all right so i'm from miami but like in florida they're like really fucking with the numbers already and it's like poor florida honestly oh, florida is the herpes of the united states let's go ahead and say it. it's fine they mess with every number why you gotta all fuck with everything like, this is, yeah, yeah elections yeah yep. all types of voter turnouts they Jeez. mess with numbers all the time i mean i'm embarrassed <laughs> i'm allowed to say it yeah i'm all yeah exactly like I'm not even from there but I'm gonna go ahead and say I stand with you yeah. even the other day my friend asked me about Portland reopening it was like hey like how are you guys gonna do are you doing it through, through phases or are you going full on Florida <laughs> with this shit like yeah. just like yeah you know? I was talking to my mom yesterday cause she's in Illinois mm. and they were also hit hard just like not as bad as New York but like around the same time and they're, like, already in, like, phase four. And I was just talking to her about, like, dude, like, Florida and Atlanta, their numbers are insane because no one's wearing a fucking mask because it's apparently a political thing. And then, like, but then I was thinking about, like, Oregon, right? Like, we reopened and the numbers have gone up. Mm-hmm. But then I forgot that, like, uh, we're only in phase one. It's been weeks. Versus, Actually, like, yeah. Florida and, and, like, Atlanta. And, it's like, not that No, Austin, not Atlanta. Yeah. Sorry, Austin. In yeah. Texas, like, Houston, I think had a had a bad. Yeah, they had like the worst day. Like, well, yeah. I saw photos they're like it's here at the hospital. Yeah, I saw photos of people at bars here. Like, yeah, over they were each other like trying to order drinks from the bartender. This is another other state. It's not in Oregon. Oh, in Texas, yeah, like, Texas, <laughs> Texas, Georgia. Much, and yeah. I was like, what is this? this I have is friends insane. that lived in Texas, and this entire time they're always like, yeah, no one's wearing a mask. And then she sent me a video. This is social distancing. People hang out. Like at the uh, gr- uh, gas station, and so like they never even in Florida, my, like my friend that was there, uh, nobody's wearing masks. No one ever really observed any like social. Florida's a fucking joke. Like it's <laughs> literally like that meme could not be more true. I know I always refer to them, but it's like it's like oh, state of Florida, we're on lockdown. Uh, no, they're not. Wait, no, <laughs> we're on lockdown. It's the fucking girl from the. Cash me outside, bro. <laughs> like, oh, bad Bobby. Yeah. Is that Barbie? Bad, bad Bobby. I just wish we handled it better from the beginning. I feel like this is where we where we went insane and where it got out of control. Like, 
all the other countries are doing way better than us. And it's just like, if we had just gotten ahead of it a little bit, Mm -hmm. just in like had smart leadership, maybe, just maybe, we'd be okay. Like, no, and you can totally see this between the states. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. You can see it between the countries. My friend who lives in Germany, she was like, you guys live in a, I feel like I'm living in a parallel universe compared next to you guys. Like, yeah. she was like, my life has gone to a new normal, for sure. But like, we're all continuing life. You guys are the only ones that are like, very clearly fucked right now. Yeah, I still need a haircut, man. <laughs> Among many things, but yeah. It's true, though. It's it's pretty crazy. It's just like, it, it's baffling, especially when you do hear from people in other countries or like see stuff like they're like traveling in between other countries now. Like they're going other places. People are still social distancing and there's no pride associated with it. That's the thing. Here, there seems to be ego and pride associated with it for some reason. It's, People just take it personally. They're yeah, like, it's oh, you're attacking my personal like, freedoms. Like, nah, man, I heard somebody put it best with, you know, who was it that, uh, oh, man, we, I, I'd love to give whoever it was credit because it was, a, I think it was a politician that said it. Like, you, get, you, you enforce seatbelts because it saves lives, right? Like, you have laws about riding with a helmet, riding motorcycles with a helmet because it, saves lives right but you will fight wearing a mask i know it's so in a in a public place what are you saying like you gotta wear it at home well just when you around other people for a little while you know what 2020 is already wrecked let's just go ahead and chalk this one up in the books <laughs> and wear a mask you know what i mean like i'd rather go ahead and just call it like 2020 is done yeah let me just go ahead and wear the mask i'll be uncomfortable you know what i mean your hair ain't gonna get cut for 2020 like people just <laughs> let's just let's just everybody have like a social yeah, campaign that just says 2020's through. Let's wear our masks. Be done with it. Ain't nobody looking cute. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean, they have cute masks now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. We'll do Actually, that. Actually, there's you know? great um, mask clips that Trin has shown me. Mask so look, clips? No, you know like the those necklaces. sunglass lanyards? Oh, yeah, oh, you can oh, use that for your mask. Sunglass. Yeah, yeah. That's what you got. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said mask lips. That's what she said. <laughs> Did I? It, I didn't announce okay, it. Okay, that's that. why I was like, no, I didn't. But I didn't announce it. Mask clips. clips. Oh, sorry. Okay. Mask clips. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with it's true. I think you just came up with a new product. Wait, though. we just got lost. Where were we? <laughs> no, you were saying that they because you said nobody's gonna look cute. And then you said... 2020 is done. Oh, it's yeah. Done. Let's just, call. just wear your mask, no, right? No, like, it feels like if, if 2020 is done, then we have six more months of December. It's 100% six more months of <laughs> like, December. Oh, <laughs> no, think the worst day of this year so far. That would be six more months of that. Yeah. I mean, that's 2020. But, you know, I'd rather go ahead and... I'd go ahead and call my... I'd rather, for me, personally, call my 2020 in the books and just say, I'm going to social distance. I'm not going to have a social life. We're not hitting the bars. We're not hitting the clothes. We're not hitting the movies. And I'll sacrifice the rest of this one for the next couple of good ones. But I would totally give up, like, movies, bars, all that shit if you tell me, like, but you'll have back in 2021. Fuck exactly. Yeah. Here. Exactly. Fine. Done. Um, I will wait. Honestly, it's you guys give me until we ahead. have a vaccine. It is. But you, you know what? And like not even a, another. Yeah, it's about another year. Unless we get, what do they call it, herd immunity, which would take decades. Oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. that's they do that in New Zealand? Right? No, oh, or was it... Um, New Zealand is, is like... Maybe it wasn't New Zealand, but it was maybe it was one of the Scandinavian countries. I know it was certainly where a female was in charge. 
Oh yeah, like That's Germany, Angela yeah. Merkel, and Sweden. also like in yeah, because everyone just agreed. Everyone trusted each other, and they I know, like, but we sit in the stupidest country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it all. This up. country is we're dumb trash right now, man. Really this is not I didn't good. celebrate it the hurts. fourth because we're it really stupid. Hurts how dumb it this does. It does hurt. It's like when you see people you're like friends with on social media. Post, post shit and you're like what the fuck is wrong with you right. what do you know as I look at the American flag over there and you're on the <laughs> yeah. no hold on that's like a photo that's very emotional yeah no I'm saying it's, it, it was like ironic as you as we about this country I just looked up and was like no that's why I have that photo there to always remind me what this country is about which yeah. is but by the way, just in the photo, it is a very clearly homeless man, very sad looking, trying to pass the American flag, spray painted on a sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. Which is so sad. And the angle, he's going uphill. Yeah. yeah. For what's happening right now, I feel bad that I'm like, well, family and friends before me that fought like a motherfucker to get into this country yeah. and did everything you can to make our lives better. I am so sorry. They drank like, the Kool-Aid. They were like, oh, this place is American dream. Oh, if I work hard and I go here, I'll be fine. But, and then but the mostly cool- they are, but they don't realize how much more privileged they are that they get to actually work for it. Yeah. I mean, the American dream, that phrase is a capitalist statement if you really yeah. think about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The American dream was it was about achieving like financial... It's all a lie. You know. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like all it's propaganda. All shit. It's all propaganda, and it's fucked up. It works. People still believe yeah. it. It, it, wor- it worked great. Yeah. Like it worked mm-hmm. great. Yeah, you it know. still works. I'm sure there's people that still want to come here. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, look, America is not is. Luckily for us, America is not all Florida. You know what I mean? Yes, like, thank God. we look. Yeah, we might be starting to be an armpit country, but we're not. <laughs> there's there's worse places. So there is, I guess, the American dream still exists. But I think we're. I think this year is going to prove whether or not it. It has. Is, it, 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 you know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it doesn't. I know, <laughs> but guys, just a reminder: what happened yesterday? Kanye announced his presidency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shit, you did. I wasn't uh, on social media. We already today, have though. a reality star as our fucking president, and like that was what was going to happen. Wait, really? Oh, Donald what, Trump? Trump? No, no, like, no, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, he really. Oh, wait, what did he yeah. say? What was his statement when he came out with it? Um, I, I can't. I don't even think he formally announced it. It was on Twitter or it was on Instagram. No, it was a formal announcement. It was a, it was a pretty formal. He announcement. just said like, I like remember. I said. Well, like, I mean, if Trump can do it, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, like your hamster can do it. The problem is that he's not <laughs> smart enough to like. I, well, actually. Just, hold on, Serena. We got Trump. Dude, power, I heard so. I know. I'm talking about Kanye. Like. But all of them are first of their own. Wait, where did yeah. I see something where he was like blackmailed or something to support Trump or something? Um, I feel like I read that. Somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't seen that. Because like he didn't really say much other than he supported Trump, right? I don't yeah. Know. I mean, no, I saw that too, but I don't know about the blackmail situation. You never Let know. Let see what the um, actual so, tweet was an official announcement and... He basically said, wait. Oh, I just know you must. must. Oh, sorry. He said, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for the for president of the United States 2020 vision. Whoa. Anytime anyone brings religion in. (laughs) 
I'm like, you're totally milking your religion. You, yeah. you, know, you, you know what, though? You know what I just <laughs> felt like hearing that? Um, like, I think America has become, like, you're running for class president. You know oh, I mean? for real? Oh, yes. Our, like, our, our democratic system people, is like, yeah, who likes me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Who likes me? But, dude, you grew up, like, in Virginia. Like, I feel like it's not, like... Oh, I yeah. Know. I grew up in, a, I grew up in like, Confederate Virginia. You know what I mean? Like... But you didn't realize it because you were living there. But now it feels different. No, nah, we realized it back then. We just didn't realize how much... How bad You know, speaking, speaking of, like... I mean, it's like, you, you know the problem with being, like, black in, in the South? Well, being black in America, but being black in the South is, like, you're born into a reality. And, and it's only so much you question that reality when you're still in that reality. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, you don't know that your living situation is messed up or that your community's messed up if it's the only thing you've ever seen. Yeah. And so it's not until you leave and gain some perspective that you come out and you go, wait a minute. I always knew it was a little bit bad, but, like, whoa, that bad. So you have so much tolerance for that. That if someone else didn't grow up there, they'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, because, like, <laughs> yeah, for me, you know, even there, there's been times where, like, like I've seen racism in, in a very overt way, not, not like, a passive-aggressive way. We saw racism, you know, you get called a nigga, like, that you, somebody would just do that. You'd be driving, riding on the street, somebody would do that. Like someone I mean? white? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's like a small black a community. Dick for no fucking Well, you, you got to think, I'm, I'm from a town where, like, they just released a statement saying they refuse to take down the Confederate miners. And they don't think they're racist? Well, they don't know either. And, uh-huh. and like, the sad thing about white folks, they were born into it too. Yeah. They, they yeah. Only, they're only born into reality today, you know, <laughs> they've seen it, so they don't, why well, question it? It's good for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you basically tell you take it like white people in America are, are kind of who are born now go, why would I want to break this? Like they don't know what that well, there's something wrong with it. No, I yeah, because it works for them. There's also yeah. something really scary about it to these people. You know what I mean? It's like it's like that fear of the unknown. It's like, well, I'm not I'm not agreeing with it. By the way, I'm just oh. saying like it's like they're fucking used to that. So, so it's out of yeah. their comfort zone. So it's out of their comfort zone. And when something is when change is scary to you, like uh, well, first not a good sign. But <laughs> <laughs> I would just like but to a say lot of everyone should in welcome America change. Are scared of change. When change doesn't serve you, like. Right. For those people, yeah, they're saying. not, yeah, they're not experiencing a negative. Yeah. Why break it? Why fix it? It's not broken yeah. for us. Nothing for them to be. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Brandon, like, what kind of things were, like, that you went through down there that would not normally be Oh, well, that's what I mean. Is like, like you know, we we were supposed to like very over overt racism. Like, you know, these small towns. They okay. Take for example, you, you play sports against teams that would be called like the Confederates, the, the Rebels. Whoa, you know what I mean? Like, there were teams called the Confederates. Yeah, you have Stonewall Jackson High School, right? Like these these things, and you don't even realize that that's, that's so ingrained. So yeah, but it's so ingrained, like you don't even. That's like, where I'm from, the Confederate flag is flown as much as the American flag. It was flown as much. People wore it to school. Like, I remember the first time I ever saw a racist shirt. So, like, when I was in uh, middle school, I had a cousin gave me uh, a shirt that was about black history. Mm-hmm. And it just had, it's, I would never forget the shirt. It said, Famous Footsteps in Black History. And it had faces like Frederick Douglass, you know, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X. You know, it was all, all the usual suspects, right? And I get called to the office and they told me I got to take the shirt off. I got to flip it inside out. It's a true story. And I went That's to the insane. bathroom and flipped the shirt inside out. And there was a, a kid in the bathroom, upperclassman, wearing a shirt that said, the real boys in the hood. 
and it was a KKK member burning a cross. And this is back when Boys and Hood came out, right? Holy yeah, shit. you get, you know what's funny is I thought about the story what the and Googled that shirt and found the exact shirt, like legit. That shirt was like a, a it shirt. Yeah, it wasn't you know how you like question your own memory a little yeah. bit, right? I was like, did that really happen? I went back and Googled the shirt, and was like, that was the shirt right there. Wow. And and that this was, was now, real look, this thing? is this is the real thing. This is what was crazy about that. You know what triggered this memory for me? I forgot about this memory. This memory, you know, you talk about trauma, like racial trauma. I, I forgot all about this memory. Until a few years ago, it was a cheerleading coach from Alabama got caught wearing a, a picture of them got posted to social media wearing a real Boys in the Hood oh, wow. KKK shirt. It just keeps right? getting worse. Well, that so, same shirt. Like so that same shirt. So obvious. now think about it. These two stories are 15, 20 years apart. Oh, right. I was in middle school. So as I'm as I'm flipping through the as I'm flipping through the um he was like well, see, you can Google this too like I think it was Alabama cheerleading coach um, fired for racist shirt right you'll see the you'll see the article but this is what was crazy it was like it was like this memory came back to me yo I've seen that shirt before it's like it's called trauma yeah and, so, yeah, and it comes see, back like you forgot about it but you didn't. It, this shit was like a movie for me. You buried it in the back of your mind. Yeah. And, it, like, and, and I forget, there's a lot of stories like that. And I forget what happened. That day, I went to the office. My, my parents always taught me, you don't argue with authority. You have discipline. We'll handle it. Right? So I never got mad and bucked back at teachers. Parents. I just did what they told me. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I went and changed my shirt. And I came back and I said, oh, boy, was in the bathroom. and has a shirt on that was very offensive. I think we should get him to change his, too. And they said, you mind your business and we'll handle that. Okay. So I get on the school bus four periods later and I remember sitting on the bus and looking over and seeing him walking out of school wearing his shirt. No one ever said a word to him. You know what? And it was things like that. I had a teacher one time, me and my cousin got jumped by some uh, white boys in a, in the hallway. And, um, my cousin, my cousin was, he was the big dude, right? Yeah. My cousin was, I was a runt back then. And he was, my cousin was like, you know, grown ass man. Even like in sixth grade, you know, <laughs> yeah, like for he was the big dog, like so that made him a target because right. like the rednecks thought, you know, whoever can take him out will earn some strikes, I guess. Chris. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got jumped in the hallway, and my cousin he was putting in work, like he he put in some work on some of these boys, right? And I just was handling the leftovers, you know. And uh, I remember a teacher pulled us into the room and said, I remember, and, and he was crying, like he was so angry, and I was crying because I was so angry. And we thought, like, this teacher, she had our back. I remember her name. Um, I ain't gonna say it, but she... Can you please call her out? <laughs> it was Miss McLaughlin. Miss McLaughlin? <laughs> of course yeah, it was. she That's pulled me true. into the... Uh, <laughs> Not you. Yo, I never forgot it, right? She pulled us in the room and she said... She was yelling at us. She was like, what is going on? What did you guys do? And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, why Why are you doing this? What did you do? And I remember, like, he, my cousin looked at me and he just shook his head. Cause we, you know, we both knew like she's blaming us on us. We just was walking down the hall. You know what I mean? Like we used to go. We used to not go to the bathroom. Why did you get beat? You know what I mean? Like, Why did someone punch you? Yeah. It was like that. But my what school was like do? that. And, and you know, with social media. What did you do to get beaten the shit out of? This is on yeah, you. Yeah. Like, uh, put on my clothes, came to school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like social media lately has been really interesting. I don't really participate in lots of me. I, I look. I don't really participate because I think it's for me it's bad for. Your health. I'm an in-person type person, right? But the beauty of it is these people back like where I'm from post everything on social media, right? So they haven't understood yet the rules of it. So they keep airing themselves out. Listen, I love social media for that reason. You know, people oh, hate yeah. Facebook. You know why I love Facebook? Facebook 
airs out all the racists because the racists are too dumb not to know better than to post ignorant stuff. Knew it, confirmed all uh, along yeah, that person this, was a racist yeah. and they were too dumb oh, to know so better true. than putting that. I, we, I mean, I see it every day. People, mm-hmm. teachers, principals, you know what I mean? Like uh, teammates, like cats that I grew up with that I'm like, oh, really? Oh, really? All lives matter, really? So how's everyone feeling? I'm feeling really nice. This is very, like, chill weed, but very, like, active weed. The guy was right. It's something that you could, like, chill and do errands with. Yeah, it's like, I keep sparking. Because I'm like, I don't know if I feel it yet. (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel good. It's, um, I feel like the way you described it. Like, um, you know, I feel warm and cozy. Oh, definitely. You know, I feel a little comfortable. It's like a a strand that definitely made me rub my feet together. No, I would definitely smoke this before bed. To get, yeah. like, if I need, if I had a stressful day yeah. and I wanted to relax before I go to sleep, I would totally smoke this. It's interesting because it kind of feels like a zone out, but it, but it's not. Because I feel like yeah. I can still track the conversation yeah. and, you know, <laughs> yeah. all these things. Actually, like, I right, still feel, right. But it also feels like I'm zoned out. Like, I definitely feel high. Yeah. 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 That's how I feel, too. I Because I'm definitely high, but I'm tracking. Yeah. Yeah. But in, like, I, well, it's way less THC than a lot of the other strains that we've smoked. But you can definitely on this show. Tell, like, uh, taste the terpenes, if that has yeah. It has a very, like, perfumey, almost like a floral kind of. 6.8. Not even, I don't know if it's floral, but it's, it's kind like, of pleasant because it's like yeah. smelling a candle. Let's smell it out the, out the well, jar. If candles smoked, I mean. <laughs> but taste it's it. It's very floral. Or if candles but taste it right. in them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super floral, almost fruity. Is it yeah. fruity? It, it's very can- candy. It kind of, yeah. pardon me, but it kind of smells like Miami. Oh my God, don't even. <laughs> like, it smells like that it's, kind there's, of like. There's a citrusy like mojo. Right. Yeah. This right. is like the future of cannabis. <laughs> I know, oh, yeah. right? I would, we're going to start fucking oh, well, making candles. Smelling kind of candles. Yeah, I was just sitting there thinking, damn, Palo Santo. I personally uh, want a sandalwood. Mm. Yeah, all right. I'll fuck with sandalwood and jasmine. What about a cozy sweater? You bet your <laughs> ass. <laughs> but you know, if we start getting into fragrances, we're going to get into like cheap candle fragrances, like birthday cake and stuff. You know saying. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get oh. it. Yeah, it smells like... It's pungent, man. Yeah. That will really but overtake the nice. nostrils. But it's not skunky. No, it's not yeah. skunky. It's not skunky. Shout out to Bull Run, yo. It's yeah, almost it like a... burning out. Bull Run is actually... I think they're a great brand. We've smoked quite a few of their joints just in general. Mm-hmm. Not on this show, but just like in, in general life. life. Have um, I had Bull Run before? Yeah, many times. Which You've one? had Bull Run with me. And honestly... Oh, fuck, I can't remember right now. But like, trust me, you've smoked with me plenty of times. Because I usually have it in my house along with Deep Creek. It's fucking good. It's like Oregon weeds are quality. I mean, it's pretty quality. I'm a big fan. I think it's great. I think it's great. I did have a moment where I was like slightly feeling a little anxious, but I think it was all the things we were talking about. Oh, that's loaded. I started to realize how terrible everything is it's, it's pretty terrible okay, well actually so on that yeah. note actually yeah so like yeah 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 we because we, we, we were talking about this too i mean it's always been terrible it's always and been it's terrible. Still, it's still terrible yeah man but it's it comes nothing back, it comes fucking back to me good. like for sometimes i'll be like 
oh, you know, life going on with life, going to the grocery store, because in my own box of life, and then I'll think about everything, and I'm like, oh gosh, everything's so bad. Twenty twenty is not that year, y'all. <sighs> I mean, but twenty twenty feels necessary. Hey, when did yeah? When did you guys give up on twenty twenty? Just curious. February. Like what month? <laughs> like before COVID. When Kobe died. Oh yeah. Oh. Was, when Kobe yeah, died, it already pretty, felt I like she was hurt. That was, well, it was, I mean, February, it was January 28th, really 26th, Man, right? Like, that one was devastating. And so it, it put me in, like, already. Like, I had a really that crazy experience doubtful. with that. Yeah, it started with it. We were, because, so we were, I was in LA at the Grammys when that happened. Like, we were prepping for it. I'm going to tell you, I, I got a little story I'll tell you. That, though, this was the one moment of that day. So I thought 2020 was, like, going to be the worst year because of Kobe, right? It was already. You know, this is one of our heroes. I grew up watching Kobe. He's only a few years older than us. Like, oh, man. And then Kobe dies. And I, I couldn't, like, I felt like I lost a family member, right? And so we were in L.A. And to see the way L.A. was responding to this, it even made it, it made it more cathartic, but it, it made it harder. It was so painful to, mm-hmm. to L.A. And I'm getting ready. We're going to the Grammys. I'm so excited. Like, I'm getting to go to the Grammys. And I'm, but at the same time, I'm like, I feel gross about it, like. I'm going to the Staples Center tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, we just found out Kobe Bryant died. I'm going to Staples Center. And I'm walking down the street and I see Lauren London getting ready to go to the Grammys. She's leaving. So we were stuck. We Lauren stopped. London, Nipsey Hussle's, Nipsey Hussle's mm-hmm. wife. Wife. And um, so, and I looked at Lauren and I waved at her. And she had, a, it was an entourage with her. She was getting ready. She was in all black because the tribute to Nipsey Hussle was that night for the, for the Grammys. And, um, I smiled, waved at her, and she waved back. And now, granted, we we just found out confirmed Kobe's been dead now for four hours, you know, maybe three. And the entirety of LA just feels like it's upside down. Mm-hmm. And Lauren looked so elegant and so beautiful, and and just so alive that day. And I, I had this moment where I looked at her and thought, eight months ago you were having it was when Nipsey got killed. Eight months ago you were the world ended. For you, you had your Kobe moment eight months ago, and now you look so strong, elegant, and beautiful. And it gave me for a minute like hope, like everybody's gonna get over this, like everybody's gonna make it. If she's making it, we all gonna make it. You know what I mean? And that was like the thing that reset me that night to go and like enjoy myself. You know. I do think that this year is gonna um, make people realize how strong they actually are, like because you know we don't. We haven't had a chance to slow down. Like COVID is the first time we're really slowing down as an entire world and especially as a country. Like it almost feels like we have we're the worst off with it right now because we need to slow down the most. Like that's a good point. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everything, and and it, of course we would be because it's in our yeah, more secrets. Yeah, it's yeah. in our DNA <laughs> as as a country to be constantly, you know. No, and it's but our going it's our forward, greatest yeah. weakness too. Yeah, it's like look at what it's doing to us and all of the people that we've lost in this country over the last couple of months. But I think everybody is still moving forward. Like even though things are really bad, like. I feel probably like the strongest I've ever felt. So you feel hopeful. I feel hopeful because I feel like I can see um, progress out of this. Like what we're going through right now is really bad. And Mm -hmm. and, and I mean politically. um, And then, you know, with COVID and everything, everything's really bad. But at the same time, we 
we're also we're it's all it's it sucks because it's almost like we're building a tougher shell for ourselves personally i think we're it, it needed to this had to happen for us to open our eyes and not even that we didn't know it before but it had to happen for us to yeah. get to the point to want to be proactive like we can be outraged we've been outraged but now we're proactive yeah you know what i yeah. mean like with with racism with politics with i mean i i would bet and this is probably too hopeful. I would bet that um, people who were Trump supporters before this have changed their mind. Some of them. I think there's quite a few. I think that it's happening. I mean, look, I, you know, interesting to what you're saying. It's like I was talking to Trent about this the other day. We have a good friend, a mutual friend, who I was talking to and said, don't you wish you could fast forward through all of this? And I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Like, we have a rare and odd opportunity to rebuild the world around us for whether you want kids or not or how the fuck you yeah. see it. But for, like, all the nieces and nephews and all the other kids that you got around you, like, and just for ourselves, fuck, man. Like, from large to small to, like, everything. And just, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it probably changes the way people but do things on a daily... I mean, people weren't washing their hands before mm-hmm. this. No, yeah. like, It's going to change with, That's like, the flu. Just, We're changing the way that yeah. the world's about to work and, and the way that we see people in the world and the way that we are in the world. And it's just... I don't know. I want to be a part of this moment. Do you ever wonder that this wouldn't be as important if he wasn't the fucking president yeah like, oh, good this question. is like the biggest like hello are you stupid i don't know because yeah. the thing is, <laughs> people like, are there white supremacy exists but yeah. when obama um, was president i feel like you wouldn't have this no yeah this yeah. wouldn't i don't know you, you it, wouldn't i, I it think would have, would do you guys think it would have come to light to the degree that it is now where like literally he's made it acceptable? Well, not maybe know. maybe a, maybe a little bit less, but I think COVID actually enabled um, people to to Sarita's earlier point because we're in a, in a new world for everyone. Everyone is sitting still for the first time. Like there's there's people in our country who are, for the first time don't have certain freedoms, right? So now what are they doing? They're actually sitting and listening for the first time mm. or seeing for the first time. 100%. Right? Less content is being consumed technically because less content is being created. I mean, we're we're still viewing things, mm-hmm. but like there's less distractions now, right? Instead of going out and being in a bar at night, you're actually sitting on your computer all day or in front of a TV all day. So now you're seeing these things that, that definitely. have kind I of existed. I the news way more than I ever have. Yeah. Because you got time. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I think boredom is part of the inspiration here, right? Like, people are mad. They mad at the president. They mad at COVID. And now they now you see a black man get killed, a senseless killing by a police officer. You're like, I've had enough. I ain't got nothing else better to do. I had enough because I don't have nothing to distract me from it now. You know what I mean? Like, you, I, I think the sentiment of some people are like, I don't have to really get up and do the same job. I'm, you know, I'm a bartender. I don't, I don't have a bar to go to. You know what? Fuck this. Yeah. Like, let's go out and let's talk about this. I do actually believe it, but there's nothing going to distract me from this right now. And I think the that's why you see protests happening for so long. It's people like, I'm working from home. I don't have to get up and make that hour commute tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got time. I got, like, you know what I'm saying? I got time for this right now. Yeah, yeah that part is, like, super 
that they yeah, lost. Yeah, I yeah. It's it's a weird byproduct. Yeah, it is. It's also cost us caused us to be more resourceful. Yeah. So in the beginning, like you mentioned, from baking bread to <laughs> you know what is it. To fucking saying abolish oh, yes. the police. Yes. Like, exactly. What, like, it, it, took, it escalated. Yeah. <laughs> I think that even the baking bread part of it was something that we had to become resourceful because it was <laughs> yeah. entertainment. That, that it was I think that was actually like a fucking <laughs> like, wait, wasn't it you that told me like, oh, there's a shortage of like, yeah, flour. 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 Yeah. flour. And I was oh, like. Oh, the first like month of COVID, you couldn't get flour. You could I didn't not get it. So I, so I was just looking for toilet paper and i accidentally uh invested in you see those paper towel rolls so those are actually like you know industrial like industrial fucking like paper towel rolls that they definitely place in middle schools and i definitely have a lot do you guys need any <laughs> sarah told me she i'm oh, sorry this is the second you told me about that i died I was how like, many wait. did you order <laughs> Enough, man. It was definitely like she 60 pounds worth. Here's the best part is I didn't realize it was paper towels. She thought it was toilet paper. I thought it was toilet paper. <laughs> what you more? So I was like, oh yeah. Like, I, yeah like, I don't know about right. you, but that's very rich. Uh, that's a very rectangular Oblong. <laughs> oblong. Like, oblong. Right. I gotta tell you that on Amazon it was not a rectangular oblong <laughs> situation. It was a you know like compressed not, you know, you know. image file. No, you know, know how I knew you had some uh, school paper towels when I got one. There wasn't no perforation. <laughs> Oh, I, you know, I was like, oh, it needs that metal, it needs that metal strip to cut. Yeah. But that's what I'm rolling with. Yeah, you, you got if the paper towels. If you need some, call 786. <laughs> you got the paper towels that the custodian used to break out when somebody threw up. You yeah. guys are good. I got some for you. <laughs> I can't even believe. She was like, I thought they were telling the tissue. I was like, I, I can see that. I... You know what? True talk. It probably was toilet tissue. I say the difference between the toilet tissue and that is all they did was cut a smaller piece of it off. My question you know what is, what was the title? Toilet paper? Dude, it said Scott bathroom tissue. Okay. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, technically Dude, it's for bathroom. Mean, like, tell me. It's a public that, school bathroom. Yeah. They, that tissue, was, that's a lie. You know what? They, that's manipulative and fucked marketing. <laughs> that's the shit that I don't stand for as an advertiser. Yo, I can't believe you didn't send the shit back, though. You I know. I just okay, I want to tell you guys. That was like a fucking... 30 pound pack. No, you it, tell me she got a lot. <laughs> nah, dude, I still got like four to five it's packages. Like, guess, the, uh, guess the jelly beans. How much is a lot? <laughs> she doesn't like she pay 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 I don't know how she's going to She's like, I'm not paying for this shipping. <laughs> well, you know what a lot is? 30 pounds. Dang, yo. Something like that. Well, I wish your listeners could see that roll. That's that. That's that middle school. Anytime somebody got a busted nose in middle school in gym class, <laughs> they'd have a wad of that, or somebody threw up. No, shout out to all the janitors out there. They, yes, used, to bring, they used to bring that funky smelling uh, sprinkle stuff that you put on throw up. You remember, oh, I know. You remember, it, it, smelled like, about, yes. it smelled like mint or something, you know. But it was like real gross, and you knew when somebody threw up because you'd be like, 
Oh, this is what that minty stuff. Do people still up. throw up in school? Uh, I'm people sure. used to throw up in school all the time. Yes, they did. Man. Do people still do it these days? Wait, what a kind of question is that? No, do like, people still school? do that nowadays? I guess they do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I wonder if it was nerves in middle school or if it was yeah, never cafeteria food. That yeah, too? like, I'm like, what's wrong with kids? Why do they throw up so much? Well, you <laughs> gotta think, a bunch of nasty ass kids in the have them sick. Half of them sick of it. Half of them, you know what I mean, did something dumb, like drank seven milks at lunch. You know, it's a whole lot of reasons. But I guarantee people be throwing up in... Were you about to throw up? Yes, I would throw up if someone drinks seven milks. Gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, wait. Seven milks? Seven milks? Ooh. One milk. Who the fuck oh. is drinking seven y'all milks? Drink that, y'all didn't drink that middle school milk? No, like, what kind of milk? Not Vitamin that D? much. No, the chocolate milk. No, wait. No, it doesn't matter. No, I don't, no, vitamin I don't D give a shit. Throw up. No, you don't like vitamin D milk? It's kind of too much. I, no, I don't drink vitamin D like milk. I like milk, but who the fuck no, drinks seven in a row is my question. No, no, no. I can drink a gallon of milk straight, though. Yo, I woke up. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. It's all I drink. Are you okay? You know this. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't touch milk. I didn't know you could drink it in Yo, it. Uh, hold on, real oh, talk. God. Every milk that you smelled in middle, I don't know what type of school y'all talk. I can tell you, mine every day you crack that thing. You'd be like, ah, that's questionable. <laughs> like, every time it just had an aroma where you're like, ooh, I, yeah, but we're going to so do it. Do you have a better immunity to like, man, I definitely do. Like, well, I even remember the orange juice tastes like, ooh, that tastes real tart. Yo, I talked to a lot of my friends in Miami about COVID, and I'm like, Cause like just Latin parents and the way we grew up, I'm like I oh, just throw a little water, you know it's fine, whatever. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, you guys think you're like slightly immune to it? And they're like, I definitely build a I mean, higher like, tolerance to. Like you know, I got a little bit of like a bump up, the healthy <laughs> like, bacteria, like the healthy back, and then and then like joke around like, oh, we lived in New York, we got a bump up. Oh yeah, That's you know what I mean. I had, listen, I had MRSA on my leg one time, so. <laughs> you, you done been through some things. You <laughs> had MRSA? Yeah, on my knee. I have you a get, scar, actually. Super contagious. It's a staphylococcus. staphylococcus resistance as Rhea. Whoa. So it's like, so it's a staph infection, but it's like resistant to antibiotics. How did you get it? Girl, I don't know. I had only been in New York, I think, for like three months when this happened. New York gave you MRSA. Shout out to New York. Yeah. No, seriously, I really think New York gave me MRSA, so I might be okay. You know what? But, <laughs> but this myself. is what I'm saying is New York, like, fuck it. Gave you MRSA. I'm pretty sure that New York has just made me, like, even more immune to certain illnesses. And I'm like, fuck it. Sure, bring it on. My best friend, this is very fucked up. Um, I dared her. And crazy person. She was pregnant when I dared her to do this. To like a street pool in Brooklyn for a hundred bucks. Just for fun. We were drunk. Also. She was pregnant. Oh my god. Again, take your name out of this oh. story. Yeah, but I ain't enough alcohol in the world. For a hundred dollars? I know. I'm <laughs> I know, right? I wouldn't do it either. She licked it. She's not right. You pay up? In front of her baby daddy, too, who was like, please, Rocky, don't do it. <laughs> anyway, she did it. She's all right, though, right? Yeah, yeah Emmy and her. You should have her. They, well, no, I, but I Venmoed that $100 immediately. I just wanted <laughs> to tell you where in, in Brooklyn that was, um, just for extra context. That was Deep Bushwick. 
we were running off the MJZ, uh, I would say, like, way past Myrtle. So, yeah, uh, there was definitely some dirty, lovely water below mm. where, again, she did that. Yeah. But, but, I'll tell you this much, guess who gave birth during COVID? She did. And who has no fucking issues <laughs> with COVID, nor her child. The baby's like, I'm strong. Yeah. I'm telling you, those kids... That girl and her kids. Yeah. They came out like... Yeah, um, man. That's a... There's there's a real thing, I think, with, like, at least... I mean, I always say at least with Latin families that they're like, I am fine. Like, mm-hmm. wash your hands with water. You're good. I mean, You're when good. it first started, we black people, we thought we were immune. Man, that was the Russians doing that on the internet, I think. And then, and then Idris Elba got it. <laughs> Actually, he just always was the was like, he was oh like no, the first, the like, first, the first one. Yeah, he was like the first black man that like celebrity. So you know, we, you know, people weren't believing until celebrities were coming out, and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, Idris Elba has it, and everyone was like, uh oh. Yeah, because it was like Tom Hanks has it. I know yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, I hope he don't die. He's, you know, yeah, Tom, because like, like they, you know, at that point the numbers weren't out, so it was only a. You, you know, you just felt like it was only old people is what they were saying on the news. Like, yeah. Only, so you're like, ah, oh, Tom Hanks is getting up there, though. I hope you don't die. And then it was like, you just tell and I was like. Mm. <gasps> <laughs> that was the reaction. Yeah. yeah. It was. Things took a turn. And then those basketball players. But then that yeah. basketball player, what did he do? He, like, touched everything. Oh, he, he, like, he coughed on every microphone or whatever. He went like this. You know, like, he touched his mouth and went like that. Uh, you know, but he, and, and he was just being jokingly. So let's be real now. So in a weird heard. way, no, but in a in a real way, people were really mad at Rudy Gobert. It's, it just goes to show you that like stupidity, like his stupidity though, probably saved a lot of lives actually. Yeah, because they wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, because well, yeah, no one no one was believing it, and then yeah. once Rudy Gobert did it and came and got tested and came down with it, it made such a big to do about it being real and being stupid about it that the NBA immediately shut down. So if you think about it, like what, what a better place to get contract COVID than in an NBA game? You know, sixty thousand oh, fans yeah. hacking off right? each other, right? Yeah. That's a good time that the, I was supposed to go see a game, and then they got canceled. But it's okay because no one got affected from an NBA game. Wait, no, so they're yeah. doing this on except the, for the players? Yeah, he he, the, the he like kind of the, coughed, and then someone said something. So, kind of as a joke back, he went and like actually, you know, he was just saying like, oh ha ha ha. Everybody's oh, yeah, he touched it, on the you know. Microphone. He touched but on the mic. But he did it like on purpose. Yeah, he no, he did. He was. Yeah. He did. It was. But like, he wasn't taking yeah, it seriously. But he, but he got sick. But he did. Right after. He had it oh, oh, so yeah. it was before he knew. Yeah, yeah, he, he was did. doing that oh, before he knew. And then the joke ended up being on him. He was already sick. But I think he might have it. He did know he might not have it. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like the first results. So he was still not taking it. Well, and you got to think he had no symptoms. He was asymptomatic. So that was one of the scary things. You went. That's what really scared the NBA is all of a sudden you went, this professional athlete who's peak health, you know, and he's like, yeah, COVID test probably all of them like, I'm good. And then you went, oh, wait a minute, you test positive for it. How many other players mm-hmm. test? Wait a minute, whole stadiums mm-hmm. could be positive right now. You know what I mean? And so, I, you know, the NBA did the right thing, but Rudy's stupidity ended up probably saving a lot of people. I, I definitely could see that because, like, I feel like the sports – leagues and stuff they really did save themselves they yeah. did yeah because yeah. you see like the cruises the churches the yeah. whatever like whatever else people are doing indoors i don't know mm-hmm. the, I mean, the, oh man like riding the subway yeah it's like yeah. i've been so close to people i can't imagine being that close to a person hell no right that's crazy like the the covid thing 
it changed everything and I feel like it's gonna forever change everything. Yeah. At least for some people. Do you think I, that people will like remember COVID with the uh what's going on right now with Black Lives Matter? And, I think they're gonna say like Or is it two separate it. things that happen at the same time? Mm. Yeah. I think they're definitely separate, but I think there's a there's a, a cause and a reaction a little bit. Like I think like like we said earlier this we wouldn't have had this level of revolution had we all not been sitting still. I mean, people have been getting killed by the police. Black people have been getting getting killed by the police damn near every day for the last forever. You know what I mean? Since like, the police it, began. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I feel like yeah. it's it's commonplace, especially for black folks, you know, because we pay more attention to it. Super commonplace. And it's like but we still go on with life as usual. Yeah. You know, I also think there's something to be said about people losing their jobs and stuff like, um, especially non-black people, like losing their jobs and like people losing their freedoms and stuff and kind of seeing um, what it's like a little bit to be, you know, have a a lack of liberty. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You know? that, that's part of what happened is for the first time, you know, we were talking about white supremacy earlier. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, you have an entire nation of uh, people who have benefited from white supremacy now having their, you know, liberties mm-hmm. taken away. And and this is the response to it, right? Like, you're seeing a rebellion. You're seeing the same type of ignorance in some of these states in the South, rebellion. But some of the other people have, for the first time, had enough time to sit down and go, wait a minute, this actually isn't right. And I don't have anything better to do right now than address it. I can't fix covid can't kick the president necessarily out of office yet, but you know what? I can deal with this. I can, you know, and I'm going to go deal with this. And I think that I think COVID. We're going to look back in history and say COVID, as terrible as it was for humanity, was actually weirdly like the byproducts were actually really good from it. You know yeah. what I mean? To your point, like I think we're finally looking at the word capitalism, actually mm-hmm. looking at it and going, wait a minute, we're actually looking at systemic racism for the first time in history. People are actually acknowledging systemic racism yeah. we're starting to even talk about social uh, socialistic principles you know what i mean and how what's the benefit of that and how this country is a capitalist mm-hmm. as based on capitalism like these are things that are coming out that would have never come out had covid not hit hell yeah do you still think that you should end right now I, you know what <laughs> yeah but <laughs> but we but you know like we've got a lot like this has been crazy you know take um like for us we we went to protest it was just over here um, and, and and like to see to live in Portland, I've been here eight years, and I you know worked in a company that was predominantly white. The city's predominantly white. Um, I live in a black neighborhood. This was a all black Sorry. neighborhood. You know what I mean? Historic neighborhood in Portland. The Black Oaks Lodge is a block away, and that's why I live in this neighborhood, right? And to see that many white people marching through Northeast Portland, you know what I'm saying? Like it is surreal. Like I literally been thinking, like you don't have to be here. You know what I mean? Like, you can go back to your homes. Like, the world isn't after you. The world's not against you. And so, whatever is going on in the zeitgeist, whatever's causing it, if it's COVID or... I think people are just tired of whatever it is. Like, it's the first time in history I think this kind of awakening has happened. So, we are going to look back at 2020 when the, when it's all over and see some real big positives. Like, I, I really think we are. I think so, so. I think it. I think that's the part that makes me feel positive. Yeah is that it feels like I feel like I've already seen 
some hopes, glimmers of hope. Even seeing how revolutionized a lot of the younger folks yeah. are. I'm yeah. so proud of them. I'm, yeah. I'm Yo, proud of them. Hey, shout out I have to, to say, what's the generation? And like the generation below us, like, you know what? It's a beautiful thing. Like I went I went to one of the I went to the symphony the other day for mm-hmm. Lash McLean, which was beautiful. Oh, and like it was majority you guys were there too. You, to you guys keep being at the same fucking protest and we don't keep catching yeah. each other. I was I'm trying to go, happen. but I went hiking with Sarah where we spoke in Drake and I was fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> Trin didn't make it <laughs> at all. Okay. But anyway, but it was like very hopeful and beautiful. Whatever. Like, yeah, it was just, it was spectacular to like, Oh, it was beautiful. It was, I, it was beautiful. I felt very hopeful and beautiful. Yeah. And like, I don't know how to explain it, but it was, Yeah. I feel what's like, a beautiful feeling, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I feel like that with about the protests, like even yeah. being a part of it and walking with everybody and it feels like, yes, thank you, everybody that's here. Like, yeah. it just feels like, and nobody's beefing, everybody's chill. It's just... It's happy. It's hopeful. Lisa Leslie said, "2020 is the year for 2020 vision." Mm. You know, yeah. like that Lisa Leslie. Yeah, <laughs> she said, "This is gonna be the year you you look back at the 2020 vision and I like see." That it's an even number. You know. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's but it is something about that. It is to, to start like over, right? Like, like, like yeah. just like yeah. 2020 is like a year to start over. That's Y2K for real, though. Yeah, I mean, Man. like think about the monuments falling. Yo, all right. So I'm from, I'm like I said, I'm from Virginia. We got Monument Avenue. I live in Richmond ten years. I live a block away from the monuments. You know what I mean? Like, and I saw them every day. And like, I'm even ashamed now that we didn't do something about it then. But that's my point. It's like when you're born in it. I grew up always seeing Confederate monuments. You get to the point where you just kind of try to ignore them, right? But but like, because for some reason, like if you're born a kid and there's a statue erected of someone, you just assume that that's who put it there. The government. Oh, this must be a hero, right? Like even in your history books, it's you know it's a hero to people. So even though you know it's not your hero and you don't rock with it like that, you don't think you have any power to take it down. So if you would have asked me, you know, two weeks ago, those statues ever come down, I'd be like, never, Whoa. never. When I lived in Richmond, we used to see the Confederate um, soldiers, the you know new Confederate soldiers, whatever these idiots call it. So we'd be marching around with guns, gardening, and this is on your ride to school. Wait, mm-hmm. so, like, you knew that the white kids in your town, like, know anything about it? Were they just ignorant? Oh, they was ignorant. Again, like, oh, yeah. to them, it's a Confederate statue, like... So they don't know... But that is that based off the history that they were taught in school? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's right. what I'm asking. So, like, so, that's you know, super important. I'll tell you, like, some of the people... taught is bullshit. It, it is, and some of the people, like, you'd be surprised at, at some of the places, like, where I'm from. You got a, you got a lot of poverty, even with white folks. You know what I mean? And um, white folks, like, for them... A Confederate monument, this might be the only thing, the only positive thing they might have in their entire family tree is that they had a great, 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 great grandfather who fought in the Civil War. Like, that might be the only thing they got. Mm-hmm. They ain't no doctors or lawyers or anybody in their family like that, right? They're, they're hillbillies that live, you know, over there next to live in these small podunk towns, ain't never seen nothing but their town. So they're going to fight for that. Take somebody and they're like, oh, you know, Bobby Smith, I don't know, and he's like, my, you know, my father was a drunk and a coal miner, and my mom was a this, and my, you know, they don't have anything to really like kick back and be proud of in a family. You know, all of our families, we could probably point back to somebody who branched out at some point and did something that was at least respectful. And even in America, it's baseline. Like my parent, I had a parent that went to college. 
You know what I mean? Or went to the military even, right? So you can be proud of that. Some of these people ain't got none of that. So they look back at Confederate history as like, there was a battle on this land that makes us special, special somehow. It's like some that's kind how of low fucking golden era. Yeah, like, that, but that's how low the bar is, right? And like, and here's the other thing, the psychology. If you're poor white trash. Hence MAGA. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And if you're, if you're poor white trash, right, from the middle of nowhere, you know you're poor white trash because rich white folks or even middle class white folks don't want to do with you. So now you looking at yourself going, my own people don't rock with me. I got to find somebody lower than me. You'll notice like the most hateful racists are usually poor racists because they, they want somebody to be lower than them because they already know how low they are. You know what I mean? Rich people, it's, it's, that's systemic racism. Like, you don't see them. Them, them white folks that was sitting out there with the guns on the yard, you would have never saw them people. If, had, had, we not, had, had they not busted through the gate, you would never seen them people. Mm-hmm. And you know you what's mean? funny about those people? Those are the same people, too, that probably have black friends or no. friends of color. No, no, no. I would say, yeah. and, and, I, and I, I'm doing air quotes. I'm doing air quotes because I, I mean it like people, like the one black person that they, oh, Tom, Tom's my friend. I would never think of like, Tom that way. Oh, like, I know Tom's a black guy. Yeah, because they would yeah, never but... consider themselves racist. Mm-hmm. But because they Do figured they... out how to benefit off of black people and other people of color. Like, so they know how to, like, this isn't saying about, like, how racism it goes. Every time of the people who are, like, super poor, impoverished and everything, they haven't figured out how to leverage people of color for their benefit. Yeah. But... But the racism that's on the, the <laughs> systemic levels, they figured out how to use people of color to their benefit. Yeah, I get where you're going for, you but that saying? particular example, them folks, you could tell by the way homeboy was rocking that sweater, he ain't got no black friends. <laughs> I'm telling you, I bet you they live nah, in St. Louis. He lived in St. Louis in a gated community. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, what nobody ever said. This is what I mean. That type of racism, we don't see them people. Them people Nobody live in gated going communities. Whose house are they going to? The mayor. Exactly. The mayor. So yeah. if you live and in the same neighborhood so as the mayor. But that's what I'm saying. There's a, just like Ben Carson. Dumb dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Just but like I'm just saying, like, them people know who they are. They live in gated communities. Thomas exist. How, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I, I feel you, yeah. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, to me, those aren't the, those aren't the, like, the ones you see them racist you you never see those type of racist people because they they live a different life you really know what, what a person's like when they're afraid yeah yeah, yeah 100%, yeah, true. 100%. yeah that was yeah. their fear coming in and like an irrational fear it's a fear it's of losing power and no control but that's kind of what keeps white supremacy where it is and why it's so hard for people to sacrifice for change because it's literally the fear of them losing their standing whether it's it's power it's financial it's everything like it's kind of believing all the lies that they've yeah. told themselves about you know what i mean like everything yeah everyone's it's like everyone's here to get me right like, yeah think, or take a take away from yeah. me and right like, think about the news they probably intake they probably take in fox news which is definitely painting all the protests like there's yeah. some crazy uprising and oh yeah all the riot yeah like it's a riot it's a and it's just like yeah, it's different. Some people call them protests. Some people call them riots. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a major difference between the two of those. Yeah. Have you guys gotten texts? Like, yep. so my yeah. friends from Miami have texted me like, oh, how crazy are things in Portland right now with like crazy messages about like the riots. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, mm. like. I mean, Portland a few years ago, it was after, I'm going to say it was after Philando, Philando Castile, I believe. We had, a, we had a big protest that broke into a riot. And if I'm not mistaken, 
there was a couple cars on Broadway that got yeah, damaged. Toyota, they, and then the very next day, there was a GoFundMe to replace all the damage. <laughs> like, that's Portland style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, people, like oh, that's how that's how guy. big of a protester was, mm-hmm. like, or a riot. Some people broke a couple car windows and raised the GoFundMe to pay for them. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, that's why I'm asking. It's like, I don't, I didn't see any of, like, that really no, fucking There was the first night that was shit. downtown. Yeah, they where they broke into down. Pioneer Square. Tore up the Apple Store stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that yes. was basically, yeah, like, I think that was also, like, not the real protest. Yeah, that was what was scary that was, about that. Months ago, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was a scary part about that. You know, like I gotta they're be honest. always around. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we yeah. saw. I don't know how true it is, but we saw the post where the the Portland police officer threw up the white power symbol to it. Have you guys seen that? No. Yeah, it was oh. just on, it was just on the thing. What does the white power it, symbol look like? Like it's like that. upside down. Oh shit! Yeah, I think they used to do it like this. Like it was like the eye or something. You know what I mean? But I just took it as oh, this is a P and that's a W. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, man, they got real yeah. gang, they got real gang signs. For this, you know? Thank you, Trent. <laughs> and um, it was a dude that was it literally somebody's got it on camera. And this was the scary part about this is like, you actually don't know what's real and what's not anymore because we are seeing so much real now. Yeah. That like you know it used to be you could spot a fake a mile away, right? Or like, oh, that's edited, that's great. Now you're like, no, someone's streaming that from a phone. Yeah. And I just saw it. Yeah, he basically, yeah. there was a guy that was shouting at the police, and he was a part of the Proud Boys. Like the, he was a bear, in the bear, and the cop was in the barricade of like... Yeah, and he, um, so the cop like went up to the guy, threw up the symbol, and the guy like saw it and like pat him on the back like, okay, and like settled down. Yeah, it was like the cops were separating the two groups, and the dude's yelling, and the guy just flashes him the sign, and he's like... Whoa. You know, Wait, I'm like, sorry, the officer? Yeah, the officer. Yeah, the officer. It was a video. The, officer, the guy who was a problem All right, wasn't there last year, I too? I cameras. But no, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't too. there last year too though? Because I remember this happened last summer when my friends were in town. There was gonna be a Proud Boys Pro to us. And then one of someone that was higher up basically got caught in emails with one of the Proud Boys. Oh, I don't know. Um, the chief oh, yeah, police last year was yes. a black woman, Who, so I don't know. So it wasn't a chief police, yeah. but it was like a higher up. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh, it was a higher up And basically what they did yes. was give them, what they did was give them tips of like, here's how you can, air quotes, non-violently protest, <laughs> um, but still basically violently protest yeah. without getting in trouble and without getting caught. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, someone caught wind. I can't, can't remember who, mm-hmm. but it like got caught in media in Portland media. Yeah. <laughs> so not big media, but then all of a sudden, an entire investigation was to go into the police department. But then nothing ever happened. Right. Like we never heard anything yeah. about it. Does yeah. anyone else remember this? I do remember this. Yeah. yeah I do I remember remember this the, was really fucked. Because the march, the Proud Boys march, ended up fizzling out. Yes, because they were because they found everybody found out about it, so it, it didn't. Because we, we were preparing for it, like we were like, "Oh, this is gonna happen again," even though because it was like, "This just fucking it always happens, it just happened." But anyway, let's do a final review of our week. I really liked it. Me too. Yeah. I feel like I could definitely like. I feel like I'm gonna go home and feel very relaxed and just. Maybe go to sleep pretty soon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't feel tired. No, yeah, me like neither. I don't feel. Like, I feel productive. Yeah, I, no, I feel relaxed. But I don't feel. I don't yeah, feel like. Nice. I don't feel that slump. That you know that no. slump. 
Like this, I feel like we can. We'll probably stay up for a little while. Uh, you know what? I, you know what? I'll tell you. Legendary. Yeah, yeah, for real. I got a little cotton mouth. Just a touch. Yeah. Oh, I did yeah. too. I got a touch of cotton mouth, but not a strong cotton mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, my nose didn't itch as bad from the smoke from this. It wasn't a harsh smoke, so it must have been really fresh. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't burn my lungs. I didn't feel yeah, that same. in the back of my throat. My ears. Didn't, you know, I usually will get a nice little burn. Um, I think it was a nice strain, and it was very floral. And and I honestly, I put it up there with like a um, for me like a Jack Herrera. Oh says really? The, says the person that don't smoke that much, right? But. I, I don't know. That's we talked about this. Jacker is a great one. I yeah. find it one of my favorite and productive strains. Yeah. Like if I want to get shit done, I'm like I want to smoke some Jacker. Yeah. Wait, it's okay. it's, wait, let's, wait, what is this strain called again? This one. This one is called Light Me Up. Oh. It's Bull Run, and it's pretty good. What would you say? Um, so the activation time is probably pretty immediate, or did you start feeling it like a little later? Um, I guess it was immediate, but. I just kept smoking, like, for a different <laughs> mm-hmm. And so now I finally feel like, oh, yeah, what were you talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> so activation time was immediate for you. Immediate, but... But light. But light, yeah. And then yeah. maybe, like, after, like, 30, 45 minutes before, I was like, okay, yeah, it's really getting... What about you, dudes? I feel like it was probably like five or ten minutes or so because mm-hmm. immediately after i wasn't feeling it as much but then i started to be like oh now it's mm-hmm. really kicking in kicks in real quick right yeah I, I was like i think i think within three about three minutes for me and you know like i said i'm a lightweight i really don't smoke that much but i felt it pretty quick immediate and i was expecting to go up a little higher and I didn't, and that's what I liked about it. Like I hit it, and so I actually, I think that's why I actually hit it again, yeah, and just leveled think, off. And I thought it was nice. Yeah, I think I've leveled off now. Like I'm done being like peak high. I don't I think, think I'm it at goes, this point. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think it goes. Doo, doo, doo. Like, yeah, exactly. It like goes like a mm, yeah. plateau. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It doesn't I go never too went crazy like this. for you. Like, like the rocket ship just yeah it's just yeah it kind yeah, of just goes, goes, hey it's okay we're gonna go this way yeah. like yeah. yeah. that's the CBD yeah. I like this because it's like a half and half yeah, yeah I, I like it where it kind of just mellows you out so it's like it just levels off your high shout out to Bull Run man like I always say when people compare because you know a lot of people that don't live in Oregon or California don't really understand sativa indica CBD like all of these things and I always explain CBD as um, like if you've been drinking and you're like okay I got a little buzz now I'm gonna drink some water Um, where the water kind of starts to neutralize your drunk you know what I mean? And then, like, increasingly, you'll be, like, less drunk. But that's kind of what CBD is. CBD is, like, water. Except alcohol. that it adds, like, a little bit of, like, imagine like, a, you the know, body. like a sparkle. Yeah, yeah that's what I would say. Too. If I describe it, like, CBD's you know, for your body, KC's for your head. You get, you yeah, know, you gotta, I yeah. guess you gotta look at it that but way. you're not gonna feel, like, but, ooh, like, no, you're no, 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 in front no, of your thing, and it feels like your hand is moving. Damn, you talking about mushrooms? Like, I felt like that. No, we offered to do them with her the other day. She said no. <laughs> she was talking about having trails and stuff from some weed. I'm like, man, what, what are you? You better make sure you're getting your weed from Bull Run because <laughs> you back home getting them, them twigs. No, it just it makes you feel like, like I said, I, I feel like I can do normal things right now. I know it's good, right? Yeah, like, like I, feel in like I could cook something if I had to, and it'd be fine. 
Yeah, like, I totally feel capable of yeah. doing, like, an everyday task. Right, like, I can like, bake. I would, I would be okay sending an email. I, I mean, like, oh, yes, I, I would be okay <laughs> sending an email. Pancakes. No, oh, <laughs> yo. I, you know what? You know what I mean? Like, I can see some of this before you go to a nice dinner. Because like you're going to be like, mm, oh, this yeah. actually is hitting. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because a 10-course meal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would also smoke a 10-course meal because you pair with a good wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like, such a good one to, like, yeah. do a night out of food and drinking with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. Yeah. I enjoy that. Okay, so, yeah, so... Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Brandon. Thank Brandon, Serena, thank you guys, Cece. Thanks, neighbors. <laughs> thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for joining us on our journey for higher tolerance. We hope you learned a little bit of something, because fuck, we did, as always. <laughs> and uh, as always, be kind and cool to the person next to you because you never know what kind of fucking bullshit they're dealing with today. So, goodbye. That's a great lesson right there. This episode was produced by Sarita Wesley, edited by Sarah Minacho. Mix and theme music by Overcoast. A special shout out to Natural Wonders for this awesome strain. Is that it?